0: Okay, take two. Uh, I'm just
1: going to say the same thing <laughs> I did before. It's a party in the yeah. USA.
0: It's a party in the USA. <laughs> uh, hi, guys. It's July. Happy the dog July. Days of July. Sum- well, August is more the dog days of summer. The dog. July is the high days of summer. Go to the beach with your friends.
1: The dog go days and, are over. Go and hit it. The dog days but yes. are done. Happy Fourth of July! I need to say the same speech I did when we accidentally yep. weren't recording, and now we're actually recording. Yep. Uh, trans rights are human rights. Free healthcare for everyone. Forgive student loans.
0: Yes, to all of those, America. I could, I could do with I could do well with all of those. Yes. Yeah, I
1: know, right? It could benefit just everyone.
0: Oh God! When I like heard about the student loan shit, I was fucking oh, I'm like, <laughs> well, <laughs> Clarence. America.
1: <laughs> Clarence What even kind of oh, a name God. is Clarence
0: Not a black man name I'll tell you that Ugh. Clarence Clarence was the angel In uh, It's a Wonderful Life That's that's the only other Clarence I know about And he was alright So
1: I have not seen It's a Wonderful Life Shocker
0: Guess what we're doing for Christmas then
1: <laughs> Oh is it a Christmas movie
0: Yeah it's a Christmas movie oh.
1: I was gonna say we could for July, but we'll we'll wait, we'll hold no, it. had no, a Lovely no, it's, time it's watching it. the Muppets. The, the, oh, did you? What was it? the The Ghost, the Ghosts Muppets, a Christmas Carol Muppets.
0: Oh, Muppet Christmas yes. Carol. Yeah. It's... Well, since it's summer, we could do Muppet Treasure Island.
1: Oh, get a
0: Caribbean kind of tropical vibe. Ooh,
1: going. is it as good as the Christmas one?
0: Yes, oh, actually. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people because it's got Tim Curry as Long John Silver. Mm. So
1: apparently, I just need more Muppets in my life. Let's do it.
0: You just need more Muppets. I think. I think a general rule of thumb would be everyone needs more Muppets. <laughs> well, I and do think just... I
1: have human. Okay, Muppets well, we personified in humans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I do have those moments in my life. Shout out to Kate. Shout out to Strong Gay Arms.
0: Yeah, it's middle of summer, guys. Hope you're doing good. Go to the pool. <laughs> have a nice fruity drink. I thought relax, of rollerblading chill. along
1: the beach today, and then I woke up late and I thought, nope, we're just going to video game.
0: <laughs> yeah, you kind of shocked me when I'm like, I woke up at 10. I'm like, all right. I don't know when Tori's going to wake up, but you know what? I should get ready because, you know, she'll probably wake up around when I'm waking up. You and know, then I message you at noon. That was I'm the ready to plan. go whenever. And you're like, I'm still in bed. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that honey.
1: That was the plan. I, I did. I had, I, had, I had plans for this morning. And then I rolled over in bed and I thought, nope, actually, we're just going to stay in bed. It was one of those mornings. You know.
0: So we all need those yep. mornings sometimes.
1: Yep. Uh, i've been putting
0: off doing my laundry for three days now so have you tomorrow gone, guess what i'm doing have you gone to
1: the laundromat how is it
0: oh yeah i've been to the laundromat yeah it's a it's a it's a nice little laundromat they got some plants in there mm. it's got five stars on oh, Google. okay so what do you
1: do while you're waiting for the laundry
0: watch tiktoks mostly. Ah, okay like, the cycles aren't that long the cycles are like 28 minutes okay. like half an hour each so i'm there for like an hour and I've wasted an hour scrolling TikTok before. <laughs> let's be real.
1: I I feel like the laundromat is like one of those things that's romanticized in like movies and books, and I've never actually been to ones or talked to many it's, people who have been to ones. So I was curious.
0: It's an experience. Uh, I guess it differentiates because if you got like a a 24 hour laundromat mm. and you're going there late at night, mm-hmm. it'll probably be a bit more desolate. But when I went there, there were like a bunch of people there going through their stuff. Some kids going around on like these. What if you have a mute cute
1: at the laundromat?
0: If I have a mute cute at the laundromat, oh boy, <laughs> that'll be the best laundromat visit I of Some My pretty experience. person just
1: walks by and looks over your shoulder and is giggles at the TikTok you're watching.
0: <laughs> well, I'm already
1: writing it. I'm already
0: writing it. Stop writing fan fiction about my <laughs> life. <laughs> Mm. so yes it's 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 doing good and of course this 4th of july you and i are doing nothing me because i had no plans you because you are uh quarantining yeah. away from
1: i do not uh, have the plague but mac has the plague so we're playing it safe and i canceled plans and we're we're gonna we're just gonna play some games we're gonna video game yeah we're gonna a read a little game. lord of the rings
0: yes we're gonna do
1: a little barbecue
0: Ooh, what you barbecuing?
1: We got some brats, a single steak, and asparagus.
0: I would kill for a brat.
1: Yeah, right. I saw it at Trader Joe's, and I was like, "Yes, this is what we're gonna do."
0: Can Finn and I like just drop on by and grab a brat real quick? If you
1: want, honestly.
0: Because we can do that now. Yeah, I can drop I, by. There are four
1: brats, so. <laughs> well,
0: ask Mac how many brats they want.
1: Oh, I just heard a yell, so I think that was a confirmation.
0: As a confirmation. Check real. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> from the other Mac was like, yes.
0: Uh, yeah, just check on check on our sick friends. <laughs> from like, we'll we'll keep the six foot distance. We've, yeah,
1: we've been masking. We've been outside. Um, they don't have a fever, so like the you know the mm-hmm. peak of uh, what is it contagiousness is gone. Contagiousness
0: so. is is down. Yeah,
1: I I think fingers crossed. I think I'm gonna avoid it.
0: Yeah, I I mean I through this entire drama of covid when i had covid i was asymptomatic i felt no shit really i I, like the test said oh you have covid and meanwhile i'm like feeling great i didn't know that and then when i got the vaccine it kicked my (laughs) ass i was like i was literally shaking in bed like it's all it's all for the good it's all good (laughs) (laughs) and i'm just
1: that's fascinating. Yeah,
0: it was it was weird. And so I've always had this like weird relationship with COVID where I'm like, oh if I get it, it'll be fine. And then <laughs> like, it's like
1: Bitch, that, that bitch gave me co that gave me COVID. That bitch gave me that asthma. Bitch gave me
0: Oh, like I had, you already have like prior I had underlying
1: conditions. asthma. I could only, I don't know if I told this story before. I could only not breathe, which I learned this from.
0: I could only, I love the phrase. I could only not breathe okay. as if it's like a I thing you get to do.
1: Because Mac was like, you know, not everyone can not breathe after laughing so hard. I just thought when you like have like crazy giggles and are laughing so hard, and it's like you lose your breath. I thought everyone was like wheezy after laughing so hard. And Mac was like, "No, that's just you. Maybe you should try an <laughs> inhaler." Yeah, and that's how I learned that I needed an inhaler. And then after COVID, it was like I was using it like every day for a More bump. prominent. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Then or I maybe got. you were just around more funny people after covid. Maybe.
1: Maybe life I mean that
0: was that was that was when you got to hang out more with uh Molly and uh Nate so maybe they brought you more joy. They brought
1: me joy. How cute.
0: Or maybe it was me. You know what? Forget yeah, it Nate, was Molly. You. It was It me. was you. It was, it was I. You, Paul.
1: you gave me asthma.
0: Move over. <laughs> I'm here now.
1: Oh god.
0: <laughs> <I'm> just <laughs> uh, me showing up in LA. And going to your LA friends like I'm the FBI agent showing up at the crime scene like it's all right I can take it from here. <laughs> oh, well, oh my goodness!
1: Good shit, good so shit. So yeah, hey, your audio is recording you now, right?
0: It's definitely recording. Okay, you good. Now. <laughs> Trust me.
1: Before we get into Otherwise, the substance this, of why l- we're this here, prior.
0: Yeah, the prior eight minutes would have been totally wasted. Which sucks, because, you know, I got some good bits. That's
1: some good content. That's good content. We're funny. We're funny, Paul. Let me get my bedside inhaler over here.
0: (laughs) If you think we're funny, Uh... uh, give us money over at (laughs) Patreon. We're even funnier out there. Oh, good. Good More explosions.
1: We're more unhinged over there, because the public can't hear that one. You have to pay to hear that one. Oh, yeah.
0: No you got to pay to you hear You think that. we're unhinged you hear. here.
1: Just wait till you hear that.
0: Yeah, you guys think we're unhinged when we're doing uh, over Discord. Wait till we're recording in person. It's even better.
1: Uh.
0: But anyway, uh, if you would like to join our Patreon, the $5 tier will get you uh, a little bonus pod we like to throw in, which is a fun little snippet. And uh, $10 tier, will uh, you get to join our movie club where mm-hmm. you get to not only watch with us on stream, but also uh, get the recording of our commentary of a film. And then you can, I don't know, play it while you watch it later if you miss the stream.
1: You can go through Twilight with us and just listen to Paul sigh every two You get to seconds. watch me
0: like slowly dissociate <laughs> through an entire movie series
1: uh you get to hear me squeal about lesbians as we watch the sapphic rom-com
0: yeah tori what happens in twilight eclipse
1: no
0: not what is it we don't even know
1: what it's called because it's the forgotten film
0: yeah what happens in that one because i couldn't tell (laughs) you and you couldn't tell me the first time we watched it. no it's like a whole new movie as soon
1: as it ends i couldn't tell you it's like it just brainwashed
0: there's twilight new moon eclipse and then part what
1: one the and part two? two breaking dawn
0: breaking dawn, which i can breaking tell
1: you what happens dawn, yeah. in those
0: i can well yeah that's the
1: is oh is the e- peak is eclipse the one with shirtless oh, so, edward and they do the like vampire we meet the like
0: i think it's like the wild vampire people yeah are, like Let's see. Killing people in Seattle for some reason, and
1: then like Edward takes off his shirt and sparkles in Italy or something.
0: I think that was New Moon. How is it not even when that? Then they went to, they
1: went to okay. Italy. Hold on, I need I need to look it up. Hi, y'all. Welcome they to the went... Twilight podcast. Twilight.
0: They go to Brazil in. Eclipse uh, breaking dawn.
1: Danger once again surrounds Bella As a string of mysterious killings terrorizes Seattle and a malicious vampire continues Her infernal quest for revenge Oh is this one with Victoria?
0: Yeah Yeah cause she's the one who bites The wild kids and then is like Hey We're gonna kill the Cullens
1: Bella must choose between her love for Edward And her friendship with Jacob knowing that her decision May ignite the long simmering feud between vampire And werewolf See, not much happens.
0: Yeah, again. To be fair, not much happens in a lot of these movies. (laughs) I think, I think, you know what? I think the one Twilight movie should have been the only one. I'm sorry. Okay, you have to Even though we miss out on that creepy CGI baby. (laughs) Reebok? What was her name? What? Reebok. (laughs) Reebok.
1: I saw a TikTok where they called her Reebok. Um, uh, well, what is her name? Like Re- Bella... Renesme. They, they just...
0: Renesme. Fuck. <laughs> Who? They're not good parents. These are very oh. poor parents naming their child. They shouldn't have had a kid
1: in the first place.
0: Well, yeah, because it was gonna fucking murder her. Anyway. Support. <laughs> Support. Cho- uh, <laughs> be pro-choice. <laughs> Kill that vampire baby. <laughs>
1: That is why we we support reproductive rights.
0: Reproductive rights, kill that vampire baby! Uh,
1: uh,
0: all right, do you want to talk about Lord of the Rings with me? Let's
1: talk about Lord of the Rings. Let's go.
0: I'd love to talk about Lord of the Rings with you. We should start a podcast or something. Uh, <laughs> all right, in, in three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of The Silly Marillion. As usual, I am your host, Paul, a elven scholar in my abode of the trees. And joining me, as always, is Tori, darling of the Shire. Hello, Tori.
1: <laughs> oh, roles have been reversed here.
0: You know what? They have been reversed. You are the more, you are elvish. I keep forgetting. ha. <laughs>
1: It sounds like you're my elf. having a lovely that? day in Lorien, but we're gonna have to say farewell soon. Also, Paul, L- thanks for L- having me.
0: Elorien.
1: For... Ooh, okay.
0: That was a bit of a stretch. <laughs>
1: yeah, the way your eyes kind of
0: <laughs> you kind of went. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... I I still want to get a little
1: sign that says "Many Meetings" and put um, all the Polaroids of the friends who come visit my home under it.
0: Oh, I mean, I, I will support that. I'll send five dollars to support your. <laughs> you want to sign, up for, yeah, sign up for our Patreon? Yes, five dollars for our Patreon for the many meetings.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> oh, I can make goodness. one of just our patrons. Just a little like shrine for our patrons.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the patron shrine, where we like candles and everything. They can go next to the Varda shrine. Their Discord icons. Uh but yes, uh we are today covering Farewell to Lorien. What chapter is this? What is this Roman numeral? Chapter number? eight
1: Chapter eight of Book Three?
0: Uh Book Two.
1: Book two? I thought there were book three for some reason.
0: Each of the proper books is separated into two books. So book one and two are in Fellowship, Book Three and Four are in two towers, and Book Five and Six are in oh. no by book five, six and six no, book five and six. Yeah, it's just book five Jimmy, and six. Jimmy,
1: why do you write like this?
0: Well, it it makes sense after this because
1: after this.
0: After well, after Fellowship of the Ring, when the fellowship separates, book three is all about Aragorn. Uh, Legolas Gimli Merry no. and Pippin. And then when we start book 4, it goes back in time to when we pick up with Frodo and oh, Sam and then it just constantly no, So it on doesn't that. go
1: kind of like back and forth like it does in the yeah, movies. Yeah, it's not back and forth I was expecting like, those, like, like every movies. other chapter would be, you know, hop it around. No,
0: it's actually separate. So like huh. you're keeping up with the specific characters you are constantly keeping
1: okay. up. Okay. Fascinating. And then it only
0: it only comes together after the ring is destroyed.
1: Um together come
0: together hey. so yeah it you, it is a cliffhanger because in return of the king it ends with pippin yelling the eagles are coming at the black gate oh, and shit. then he passes out oh, and shit. then it goes back to the fucking like tower of Ungol oh. or something with sam and frodo
1: oh okay jimmy that's kind of clever i just haven't got there yeah. yet
0: you just haven't got there. Oh. oh, I can't wait till we get there. There are so many things to get to. Well, we're
1: we almost done with the first, like, actual legit... I've almost ah! fully read my first Lord of the Rings book. Well, not counting The Hobbit, but you know what I mean.
0: The Hobbit... The Hobbit's The Hobbit. You can't count it as Lord of the Rings, you know?
1: <laughs> first actual legit Lord of the Rings.
0: And then we get to watch Return of uh, Fellowship of the Ring together after you... Yes! Like, and you can be like, oh, they cut out this part or or they added i'm
1: excited to like especially go to this like lothlorian part because i really don't remember that in the movies yeah and i haven't even seen the movies that much for someone who has a podcast i've only seen well
0: i think it's best that you haven't been seeing the movies as much because you've been focusing more on uh the books
1: the things i love the most books book nerd
0: so farewell to lorian so I don't want
1: to say farewell to Lorien.
0: They have spent basically a month here and then they finally go to Celeborn who says, okay, you guys got to get the fuck out of here. You guys got to, Just a reminder.
1: Y'all have a mission to do and I need to put away the air mattress.
0: Exactly. Exactly. That, that was just me. That was me visiting you when I was, you <laughs> know, farewell to Torian.
1: <laughs> Paul, get out of my living room. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It wasn't in your living room. I was sleeping in your office. <laughs> so they basically say, it's time for you to leave, but we aren't making you guys go. Those of you who basically can't f- have, like, basically come to the realization that you can't continue on this quest, you are free to stay here for as yeah, long as you need. Yeah, truly
1: give it a choice.
0: Yeah, uh, here are those who wish may await the oncoming of the hour till either the... They literally say... You guys can stay here and wait for the apocalypse with us uh, if everything falls apart, if you want. Or you can go back home. Or we'll all fucking die.
1: Yeah, if given that choice, what would you do, Paul?
0: Well, if if it's my friends going, I'm going with my friends.
1: Loyal, loyal hobbit till the end. For we are come now to the edge of doom. What a line.
0: We have come here to the edge of doom. Honestly, it feels like that sometimes. It do feel
1: like that. Remember when we went through a global pandemic? That's what it felt like every single day.
0: And yet, something beautiful came
1: yeah, out. Yeah, truly. Of that's where I got my fellowship. Shout out to my fellowship. I get emotional about them every day.
0: But none of them say anything. But Galadriel looks into their eyes and says, yeah. They all resolve to go forward. It's just like you now you're just showing off. Glad you're just <laughs> reading people's. Minds. Oh yeah, she's
1: doing that little magic thing she does.
0: Yeah, she's just like bitch. I can read you. Uh, Boromir clarifies. Oh, I'm going onward, but like it's only because my home is in that direction. Mm-hmm. So I'm not leaving yet, but I will later. And Celeborn goes. But is all the company going? And Aragorn goes. Okay, it's been a month, but I still haven't decided what we're going to do because i don't know what gandalf intended what road for us to take if we were going to immediately cross the river and just go down south on land or take the river down even further there's so many perils you could run into there are so many crossings you have to decide when to get off
1: he was really just thrown into the leadership he's like
0: he was he's like the
1: vice president after the president was assassinated by a balrog Wow! Now what? Now what? Now what? Cullaborn has a little speech.
0: Kullaborn yeah, is really uh, quite present
1: in this book. When I had no idea who he was in the movie,
0: he's giving travel advice. He's very—he's like <laughs> a good travel agent. Did he speak His... in the movie? Yeah, he speaks a little bit. I That's really don't Gladwell, remember this guy at all. Speaking in the movie.
1: Good for her. Good for her.
0: And he's like, okay, well, think about it, because remember with the Great River, it's a very powerful river. You can't just randomly cross it whenever you want. Uh, And, like, the most, like, usual crossings are at Osciliath, which is now, like, taken by the enemy. Mm. On which side will you journey? The way to Milestirith lies upon this side, upon the west. But the straight road of the quest lies east of the river, upon the darker shore. Which shore will you take and it's it's almost like a very like in in, uh introspective way Mm, to think yeah is which which shore will you take the easy shore the shore you are already on or are you going to cross over the river to the more direct shore i'm gonna start sounding like a youth pastor aren't i you know (laughs) jesus calls us to choose the shore oh no here here on the safe shore are we gonna cross that river? Are we gonna go on to the other side, even though it's dark and dangerous and we know we're gonna face tribulations? Are we gonna go to that other side and do what we were meant to do?
1: <laughs> the calling that says to i us.
0: I just gave I just activated so many people's fight or flight responses <laughs> who are oh no, right y'all now. stay, with us. stay with us I apologize, I apologize. <laughs>
1: You do that way too good. But as the son of a pastor. It's... I expect pa- nothing. He hasn't less. even
0: started. He hasn't even started being a pastor yet. I've just been I just went to church a lot. That's all I did. I just went to church a lot as a kid.
1: <laughs> hey listeners, did you know Paul's dad is a dill? Oh
0: my god, shut the fuck up. You <laughs> could be listening.
1: Uh...
0: Oh god. <laughs> I might just edit that out. <laughs> I might you might be like Hey, did you guys know Paul's dad is a... And I'll just, like, this, put, like, the censor's noise and just, Fill
1: in the blank, <laughs> y'all. Fill in the blank. It's just Pastor. Did you know his dad's a pastor?
0: It's a, yeah, it's my voice going, Pastor.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, uh, so Boromir says, well, I think we should stay on this shore. Go to Tirith." But then he, cr- like, c- kind of goes, but I'm not the leader of the company. This is just my opinion. He's just on the couch. And then Kelborn... Yeah, Kelborn says something uh, I love. I see that you do not yet know what to do. <laughs> and I'm like, yep. That's... That's... Yeah.
1: All out, damn.
0: But he goes... I can give you guys boats to travel down the river until you decide which side to go on. Because Legolas knows the Forest River, Boromir of Gondor, and Aragorn. You guys are familiar with boats. And Mary goes, uh, excuse me. And one hobbit. One hobbit. Not all of us look on boats as wild horses.
1: Not all of us are useless when it comes to water.
0: Uh, hashtag not all hobbits. (laughs) Some hobbits swim.
1: I thought that was so cute. He was like, "Wait a second, I know how to swim. Look at these feet; mm-hmm. they're practically flippers." When they get boats, they get elvish boats. Yep.
0: they get elvish boats,
1: small and light, so they could carry them if they need to. There was some rapids, some great falls. It's really turning into great, great Grizzly Rapids.
0: Yeah, this would it's... be a great
1: water ride at our Lord of the Rings theme park.
0: Yeah, uh, ride the rapids of Sarn Gebir. <laughs> or the falls of Rarus rararus rar rarus R- <laughs> xd god um so then they basically go away for the night and sleep on it and then they have a long debate on what they should do yeah uh, most of them want to go to Minas Tirith first because it makes sense. You kind of want to stick close to your allies. Going to Minas Tirith, Minas Tirith is a stronghold of men. Uh, Boromir's dad is in charge, so they have that connection there, and uh, it allows them to like resupply. It allows them to maybe even coordinate with the Gondorian military to be like, oh, the Gondorian military could launch like a fake attack over here so that the orcs are distracted so we can sneak by on this side.
1: Okay, can you clarify Gondor and Minas Tirith? It's Mi- so, Minas Tirith. Tirith. Like, is so what-
0: Minas Tirith is the capital of Gondor. Oh, okay. It's the capital city. So it's the city. It's the multi-tiered city. Gotcha. Gondor is the kingdom.
1: Thank you. I'm <laughs> writing that in my notes.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, Minas Tirith is just one city in Gondor. The other was are Dol Amroth, uh, Pilargir, uh, and then there are like different parts of the country, like Lebenin and uh, the Blackroot Vale and okay. other stuff like that. And those, don't, those won't be important until we hit uh, uh, Return of the King.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Filed it away, thank you. Jimmy and his numerous okay. names...
0: Uh, And it also gives a, a very important of how the group dynamics are right now. They would have been willing to follow a leader over the river and into the shadow of Mordor. But Frodo spoke no word and Aragorn was still divided in his mind. So without Gandalf, like, Aragorn is expected, but he's divided. And because he's the ring bearer, Frodo also has uh, a sense of authority that he carries with him. But he is also still very unsure he is still uh, in Hobbit mode. He is yeah. still, you go and I will follow. He hasn't unlocked that um that element. Bilbo unlocked in mm. his journeys, hmm. uh, where basically when Bilbo was thrown out on his own and had to think on his feet, he quickly went from being just a follower of the dwarves to basically their savior.
1: Yeah. and they still like it's still fairly fresh. They lost their fearless leader who Mm -hmm. is not someone they thought could be beat
0: yeah and uh and it clarifies that yeah aragorn is also very divided because he had actually been really looking forward to going to minas tirith to claiming the crown to becoming king yeah uh now that he's given an even more important burden in that it is basically the fate of the world that he is now saddled with uh he is very divided in mind. And Boromir goes, yeah, well, no matter what, I'm returning to Tirith. I'm not sticking with you guys.
1: Well, will you read the rest of what he says, too? Because,
0: mm-hmm.
1: ooh, ooh, Boromir with that change in mindset.
0: At length, he spoke again softly as if he was debating with himself. If you wish to destroy the ring, he said. Then there is little use in war and weapons, and the men of Minas Tirith cannot help. But if you wish to destroy the armed might of the Dark Lord, then it is folly to go without force into his domain, and folly to throw away. He paused suddenly, as if he had become aware that he was speaking his thoughts aloud. It would be folly to throw our lives away, I mean. He ended. It is a choice between defending a strong place and walking openly into the arms of death. At least, that is how I see it. But Frodo catches something in Boromir's eye, and he starts getting suspicious. Yeah. It would be folly to throw away what yeah.
1: the ring of power. It's a little sus, Boromir. It's a little sus. That mm-hmm. was my notes for that. Was uh oh something? There was a shift a little bit in uh, in Boromir's words, and I love how like in the next paragraph, Jimmy lays it out for us. And was yeah. like, oh yeah, that was that was meant to be. Frodo caught that as well.
0: Mm-hmm. How it's yeah, it's it's very kind of awkward and slightly halting. hmm And then it clarifies with uh uh like it's Frodo reasoning. It's not just Jimmy writing down, it's Frodo oh, reasoning. Yeah. It's Frodo also getting a little suspicious. And that could also be an element of the ring as well, where the ring's like, Oh, better look out. Everyone's gonna want this ring, everyone mm-hmm. wants me. And then he looks over, and Mary and Pippin are already asleep, and Sam is slowly falling asleep.
1: Well, time to go to bed. Let's not worry about (laughs) Mm -hmm. that till the next day. It can't mean anything, right? This is not foreshadowing. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine.
0: Yeah. Uh, They are given food and clothing for the journey, and I love this description. The food was mostly in the form of very thin cakes, made of a meal that was baked a light brown on the outside, and inside was the color of cream. Gimli took up one of the cakes and looked at it with a doubtful eye. Cram, he said under his breath as he broke off a crisp corner and nibbled it. His expression quickly changed, and he ate all the rest of the cake with relish. (laughs) And the elves basically say, hey, 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 calm down. Slow down, buddy. you up for a day's march. You know
1: how many calories are in one of
0: those? Gimli does actually explain, oh, I thought this was cram, which is basically like traveling bread that the men of Dale make. And they go well. It is, but it's our cram. It's we call it lembas, and it is really good.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. That's is this is this our first introduction of lembas bread? Has it been brought up?
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Huh. I have a ongoing joke first in a in a Lord of the Rings little campaign that I'm playing that will be announced eventually. But uh we have Lembus dipped in chocolate and it's been dubbed lembuscotti.
0: oh that's delightful Doesn't that sound love
1: lovely? That.
0: that sounds amazing
1: and it's better than honey cakes of the beornings I really want a honey cake now
0: oh honey cakes uh, man it's also making me think of it's not at all that but. Um... Oh, fuck. It's like a Greek dessert with honey and nuts. A baklava. It's making Ooh. me think of baklava. And I love a good baklava.
1: For one of our first Lord of the Rings screenings with Nate, Molly, and Shane, we made honey cakes like from a Lord of the Rings recipe book. It was really good. Mm. Anyway, now that my mouth is watering. Anyway, <laughs> anyway
0: now that we're hungry. Uh, and then they give them all... Uh, special cloaks that they uh, usually wear. Ooh, ooh, I want and... to read that description. Oh, go ahead. Uh... I want to start with it was hard to say. Yeah.
1: It was hard to say of what color they were, gray with the hue of twilight under the trees they seemed to be, and yet if they were moved or set in another light, they were green and shadowed leaves, or brown as fallow fields by night. Thus silver as water under the stars. Each cloak was fast ooh. Each cloak was fastened about the neck with a brooch like a green leaf veined with silver. Are these magic cloaks? Asked Pippin, looking at them with wonder. So, we cool. want one.
0: And I love the answer the elves give of I don't know what you mean by magic cloaks. But, like these are very good. They're very good make. They are elvish robes, if that's what you mean.
1: It's like they're uh, magic, but they're... they're baseline is always a little bit magical so that's just Mm -hmm. what they do
0: yeah and i love the idea of the fact that it's just they're so good at what they do that it just looks like magic same way that when humans say hobbits are magical because they can vanish really quickly it's simply because hobbits can be very quiet Mm -hmm. and very stealthy when they need to be so that humans think oh my gosh they must be magic
1: love it love it and it says they'll serve you well. They're light to wear, warm enough or cool enough as needed. And it's it's like they're a little, uh, they'll roll a little higher on stealth checks because they're wearing them. Yeah. And and G- it was
0: made by Galadriel. Made by herself.
1: Galadriel. That's like, like forget uh, Gucci or.
0: Wouldn't wouldn't <laughs> you like a cloak made by a giant woman?
1: <laughs> Give me a giant woman. My gay is showing. <laughs>
0: it's all. Oh, trust me, it never left. I don't know what you're talking about. It's showing now. I say in my
1: snapbacks. yeah, I was say in your
0: in your snap. You look like a, you look like a tomboy from a '90s kids uh, movie. Thank
1: you. It's a great vibe.
0: Ten, <laughs> like when 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 are you going to hang out with the other little rascals? <laughs> uh. Uh.
1: And never before had they. Flood strangers in the garb of our own people, so special.
0: Yes, and a uh, Silmarillion kickback. Oh, Lembas is traditionally only given by a queen of elves or a great lady of
1: Ooh. elves.
0: In, uh, if you remember, in the tale of Turin Turambar, Beleg, when he goes to find Turin, is given Lembas by the uh, queen of Doriath, oh. Melian, mm-hmm. who is the Maya wife of Thingol. Oh. And as the lady, she has the power to give him this lembas, and he then gives it to Turin and all the, and all the other outlaws oh. when he meets up with them. Uh, and the fact that Galadriel learned a lot from Melian while she was staying in Doriath in the first stage... This is a carryover. It is giving the adventurers the supplies they need.
1: Oh, thank you for that throwback. I miss my baby boy Beleg.
0: Beleg and Turin. Mm. <laughs>
1: we
0: only ha- we had we had them for one episode.
1: <laughs> they were rudely ripped away. Then they they kind of leave. Lorian,
0: wait. Well, they, they leave, they're uh, checking out of their hotel room, essentially, <laughs> yeah, is what they're doing. Gotta stop
1: by the front desk.
0: Yeah, uh, and they meet up with Haldir again, who is like, hey, they sent me to be your guide, uh, but I'm updating you. The Dale is full of vapor and clouds of smoke, and the mountains are troubled. There are noises in the deeps of the earth. If any of you had thought returning northwards to your homes, you would not have been able to pass that way. But come, your path now goes south. And they essentially lead them to where the Silver Lode and the Great River meet. Uh, and it's this little angle. And that's where they find their three elven boats. Ew. And Sam, who's been complaining about lacking rope.
1: I thought this was such a cute throwback to like... Yes! It wasn't such... Wasn't it like one of the early chapters? He was like, oh no, I forgot my rope.
0: Uh, I think it, I think it, he only forgets the rope when they leave Rivendell, mm. and he's, he's like, he, since he's the one who's kind of in charge of packing their supplies, Aww. he's, he's like, chastising himself, where he's like, rope, rope, you don't want it now, but when you will, gosh, you need rope, Sam. <laughs> And he goes, "Uh, what are these?" And the elf said, "Ropes, indeed. Never travel far without a rope." And Sam's like, "Yes, finally, yes, someone who you.
1: understands me." This is
0: the this is the elvish equivalent of Sam. Never travel far without a rope.
1: But <laughs> he's, uh, he's so cute. He's just nerding out over the rope. Like. Yeah,
0: and they, he starts talking shop. He starts yeah. talking shop with this elf about rope. He goes, I know a bit about rope making. It's in the family, as you might say. And the elf's like, oh, cool. Uh, they're made of hithlane." But there's no time now to instruct you in the art of their making. Had we known that this craft delighted you, we could have taught you much. But, but no while alas, you're here during unless... your
1: camp, Lothlorien for a month, yeah. we could have done some uh, rope crafts.
0: Unless you should at some time return hither, you must content with our gift. May it serve you well.
1: And he gets some elven rope. Good for Sam. Uh,
0: They also get a warning of keep your arms and legs within the boats at all times. They are light built and they are crafty and unlike the boats of other folk. They will not sink, laid them as you you will, but they are wayward if mishandled. It would be wise if you accustomed yourself to stepping in and out. Here, there is a landing place before you set off downstream.
1: (laughs) And off they go.
0: And... And yeah, they literally, are, like, they start, like, practicing, and they're moving around. And Gotta point they...
1: out who's in what boat.
0: Yes. We have
1: Aragorn, so... Frodo, and Sam in one, Boromir, Merry, Pippin, in another, and in the third were Legolas and Gimli, who had now become fast friends.
0: A month will do that sometimes.
1: Mm. Mm. Mm.
0: How very lesbian of them to already be falling for each other after one fucking month.
1: Uh, I just love how it's they they make such a point to point that out how they were yeah. like they were fast at arms, bends. and now suddenly something has changed.
0: Yeah, they went from when they first entered Lothlorien, Legolas not giving a shit about Gimli being like yeah. the elves being racist against Gimli, and now they're like best buds. So,
1: Hmm. Sus. Mm. A little love fruity, it. if
0: I do I love say so though. myself. Honestly, there could be a whole like cartoon short about Gimli and Legolas's time in That'd Lothlorien be really cute. and how it changed them. Give it to me. There's got to be fanfictions about that short amount of time. There's got to be some cute little fan. Y'all, fictions. drop it for me. Didn't Shane? Didn't Shane say she was working on one that was like that?
1: Was it a little bit on Galadriel and Kelleborn uh, and the time in between? Oh, it was
0: Galadriel and yeah. Uh They were matchmaking. Uh, Legolas and Gimli.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like the like the teacher pairing together the students yeah. to sit next to each other in the seating chart. Exactly. No reason exactly. whatsoever.
0: No reason. So they, as they're going down, they see a giant boat in the shape of a swan. And all I can think of are those paddle boats that are in the shape of the swan. <laughs> yes. As Kelborn and Gladwell just paddling down the river in it. <laughs> Uh, but Galadriel is standing behind Celeborn, who's sitting down. A circlet of flowers was in her hair, and in her hand she held a harp, and she sang. Sad and sweet was the sound of her voice in the cool, clear air. I don't know a tune to this one, so again, it's just gonna be me reciting it. Sorry.
1: No apologies.
0: I sang of leaves, of leaves of gold, and leaves of gold there grew of wind i sang a wind there came and in the branches blew beyond the sun beyond the moon the foam was on the sea and by the strand of ilmarin there grew a golden tree beneath the stars of ever eve in Eldamar it shone in Eldamar beside the walls of elven there long the golden leaves have grown upon the branching years while here beyond the sundering seas now fall the elven tears. O Lorien, the winter comes, the bare and leafless day. The leaves are falling in the stream, the river flows away. O Lorien, too long I have dwelt upon this hither shore, and in a fading crown have twined the golden Eleanor. But if of ships I now should sing, what ship would come to me? What ship would bear me ever back across so wide a sea? Beautiful. Yeah, another uh, example of just kind of the sadness of elves. Yeah. How their time is past, and perhaps they think it's a bit too late. What ship would come to me? What ship would bear me ever back across so wide a sea?
1: Haunting. Glorious. Beautiful. And it really
0: hits hard if you consider Galadriel's technically still an exile, uh, she left with the Noldor in their exile from Valinor.
1: Oh. And she
0: has still remained an exile. Even yeah. though she's been allowed to come back, she's chosen exile. Ooh. That's deep. And then they go, let's have a picnic. <laughs> and so they all go <laughs> and sit on the grass nearby. Farewell and and feast. Drink.
1: Where is, uh, before they get to the food, there was a line I really like. Oh, I think it's describing Galadriel. Already she seemed to him as by men of later days, elves still at times are seen. Present and yet remote, a living vision of that which has already been left far behind by the flowing streams of time. Wow. Beautiful. Anytime he describes, like, immortal beings, yeah. it's it's poetry.
0: And I also love it when he says, as by men of later days, elves still at times are seen. As if he's saying, oh yeah, no, people can still see elves from time to time these days.
1: Ooh. Ooh. That's me, I'm the elf.
0: (laughs) You are present and yet remote. A living vision of that which has already been left far behind by the flowing streams of time. Imagine... A lesbian pulls that line on you. Ugh. Describes you as like that.
1: I'm dead. Goodbye. How nerdy is Goodbye. that? <laughs> that was. I think I already talked about this, but when we were up in the mountains and uh, just like,
0: <gasps> yes,
1: high slash drunk slash not sober, and just it. I I think it was Shane that said it, it was like, Tori, you look like El Breath, and I just died. I just keeled over. Done.
0: So touching when you can compliment your friends using really nerdy references, and it and it hits them and that hard. Hits. So Caliborn at that point basically gives a like a Google Maps like okay, so as you're going down, you're gonna want to stay here, and he he mentions like all these locations, the Tindrock that we call Toll brandier, down into Nindalf, the Wet Wang, which is the called Wet your Wang, tongue, the Wet Wang. <laughs> The Entwash, the Forest of Fangorn, the Great River, Rohan, the Emin Muil, the Dead Martians, and the No Man Lands, to Kirith Gorgor, and the Black Gates of Mordor.
1: Yeah, all of this went over my head the first time and the second time. I am not the one in charge. I would need Google Maps.
0: This you, verbal instruction is, is gone. <laughs> It's, it's this paragraph that explains why they needed the maps in this book.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And as we get a little, a little tidbit of what might be to come, Do not go too far up that stream, nor risk becoming entangled in the forest of Fangorn. That is a strange land, and is now little known. And then Boromir says, We have heard of Fangorn and Minas Tirith. But for the most part, it's old wives' tales. Mm. I love how it's like, before we even are getting close to Fangorn Forest, which will play a large part in the time to come, and we're not even planning on going there, the the tidbits are still dropped in by Tolkien. A
1: little foreshadowing. Sounds a little spooky. Mm -hmm.
0: And then galadriel rises after Kelborn gives them his travel advice his travel advisor uh <laughs> trip advisor that's what it is, trip, trip
1: advisor, advisor he has like the top like uh review comments yeah. on there
0: yeah he's like here are the restaurants you want to hit while you're down there uh if you
1: can't find the path look out for the sign parking lot is to the left of the first split in the road
0: so you're going to want to take the 405 up to the I-10. And then you're going to want to take the I-10 east. You're going to, have to go east, not west. And then you're going to take the I-10 east.
1: And you know what? The air gets a little thin up there. Make sure you bring two water bottles. And there's not a restroom until you get to the fourth turn of the road. So. <laughs> pair.
0: But there is also really good Denny's there. So stop by. <laughs> it's open 24-7. Make You'll sure you say hi
1: of. to the waitress Hilda. She's fantastic.
0: Now I'm picturing a uh, elf. Uh, like, it's a, like, a regular old, like, middle-aged woman, but she's got the pointy elf ears. <laughs> and she's like, what can I get for ya? Welcome
1: to Denny's. It's just, I'm picturing, um, the one in, uh, the Emperor's New Groove. The waitress. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. But she has pointed was ears. It,
0: yeah. That's actually, oh my god, that is kind of who I was picturing, too. <laughs> uh, you wanna do my job? Be my guest. <laughs> is that the same woman who voiced, uh, uh mrs packard from uh atlantis the lost empire we're all gonna die
1: you know it also reminds me of the voice of monsters the slug lady yeah
0: yeah roz is that just from the same person
1: (laughs) it is an iconic voice same person or different people doing the iconic voice oh
0: woman fed up with her job
1: (laughs) uh anyway back to denny's
0: So they drink a cup of fellowship, basically, and then uh, Galadriel's like, we also have gifts for all of you.
1: Gifts. More gifts.
0: Now Galadriel rose from the grass and taking a cup from one of her maidens, she filled it with white mead and gave it to Celeborn.
1: Now it is time to drink the cup of farewell, she said. Drink, Lord of the Galathrim, and let not your heart be sad, though night must follow noon, and already our evening draweth nigh. All right,
0: little pause. Uh, When I hear "Drink, Lord of the Galathrim," all I can hear is "Talk, Valentina."
1: (laughs) (laughs) Please keep that in. Ally, please keep that in, and then be like back to the reading.
0: (laughs) Anyway, back to the reading. Then she brought the cup to each of the company and bade them drink and farewell. But when they had drunk, she commanded them to sit again on the grass, and chairs were set for her and for Caliborn. Her maiden stood silent about her, and a while she looked upon her guests. At last she spoke again.
1: We have drunk the cup of parting, she said, and the shadows fall between us. But Before you go, I have brought in my ship gifts which the lord and lady of the Galathrim now offer you in memory of Florian.
0: Then she called to each in turn.
1: "'Here is the gift of Celeborn and Galadriel to the leader of your company,'
0: she said to Aragorn. "'And she gave him a sheath that had been made to fit his sword. "'It was overlaid with a tracery of flowers and leaves, wrought of silver and gold, "'and on it were set in elven runes, formed of many gems the name Anduril, and the lineage of the sword.
1: "'Blade that is drawn from this sheath shall not be stained or broken even in defeat,' she said. "'But is there aught else that you desire of me at our parting?' For darkness will flow between us, and it may be that we shall not meet again, unless it be far hence upon a road that has no returning.
0: And Aragorn answered, Lady, you know all my desire, and long held in keeping the only treasure that I seek. Yet it is not yours to give me, even if you would, and only through darkness shall I come to it.
1: Yes, maybe this will lighten your heart.
0: Said Galadriel,
1: For it was left in my care to be given to you, should you pass through this land.
0: Then she lifted from her lap a great stone of a clear green, set in a silver brooch, that was wrought in the likeness of an eagle with outspread wings. And as she held it up, the gem flashed like the sun shining through the leaves of spring.
1: The stone I gave to Calabrian, my daughter, and she to hers, and now it comes to you as a token of hope. In this hour, take the name that was foretold for you, Elisar, Elfstone of the House of Valendil.
0: Then Aragorn took the stone and pinned the brooch upon his breast, and those who saw him wondered, for they had not marked before how tall and kingly he stood, and it seemed to them that many years of toil had fallen from his shoulders. For the gifts that you have given me I thank you, he said. O Lady of Lorien, of whom were sprung Calabrian and Arwen Evenstar, what praise could I say more? The lady bowed her head, and she turned then to Boromir. And to him she gave a belt of gold, and to Marian Pippin she gave small silver belts, each with a clasp wrought like a golden flower. To Legolas she gave a bow such as the Galathrim used, longer and stouter than the bows of Mirkwood, and strung with a string of elf hair. With it went a quiver of arrows.
1: For you, little gardener and lover of trees,
0: she said to Sam,
1: I have only a small gift.
0: She put into his hand a little box of plain grey wood, unadorned, save for a single silver rune upon the lid.
1: Here is set G for Galadriel, she said, but also it may stand for garden in your tongue. In this box there is earth from my orchard, and such blessings as Galadriel has still to bestow is upon it. They will not keep you on your road, nor defend you against any peril, but if you keep it and see your home again at last, then perhaps it may reward you. Though you should find old barren and laid waste, there will be few gardens in Middle-earth that will bloom like your garden, if you sprinkle this earth there. Then you may remember Gladiol and catch a glimpse far off of Lorien, that you have seen only in our winter. For our spring and our summer are gone by, and they will never be seen on earth again, save in memory.
0: Sam went red to the ears and muttered something inaudible, as he clutched the box and bowed as well as he could.
1: Then what gift would a dwarf ask of the elves?
0: said Galadriel, turning to Gimli. None, lady, answered Gimli. It is enough for me to have seen the lady of the Galathrim and to have heard her gentle words. Hear
1: all ye elves,
0: she cried to those about her.
1: Let none say again that dwarves are grasping and ungracious, yet surely, Gimli, son of Gloin, you desire something that I could give? Name it, I bid you. You shall not be the only guest without a
0: gift. There is nothing, Lady Galadriel, said Gimli, bowing low and stammering. Nothing, but let it be, unless it is permitted to ask, nay, to name, a single strand of your hair which surpasses the gold of the earth as the stars surpass the gems of the mine. I do not ask for such a gift, but you commanded me to name my desire. The elves stirred and murmured with astonishment, and Caliborn gazed at the dwarf in wonder, but the lady smiled.
1: It is said that the skill of the dwarves is in their hands rather than in their tongues, she said. Yet that is not true of Gimli, for none have ever made to me a request so bold and yet so courteous. And how shall I refuse since I commanded him to speak? Tell me, what would you do with such a gift?
0: Treasure it, lady, he answered, in memory of your words to me at our very first meeting. And if ever I return to the smithies of my home, it shall be set in imperishable crystal, to be an heirloom of my house, and a pledge of goodwill between the mountain and the wood until the end of days. Then the lady unbraided one of her long tresses, and cut off three golden hairs, and laid them in Gimli's hand.
1: These words shall go with the gift, she said. I do not foretell, for all foretelling is now vain. On the one hand lies darkness, and on the other only hope. But if hope should not fail, then I say to you, Gimli son of Bloin, that your hands shall flow with gold, and yet over you gold shall have no dominion. And you, ring-bearer,
0: she said, turning to Frodo,
1: I come to you last who are not last in my thoughts, for you have prepared this.
0: She held up a small crystal file. It glittered as she moved it, and rays of white light sprang from her hand.
1: In this file she said, is caught the lights of Erendil's star, set amid the waters of my fountain. It will shine still brighter when night is about you. May it be a light to you in dark places when all their lights go out. Remember Galadriel and Hermir.
0: Frodo took the file, and for a moment as it shone between them, he saw her again standing like a queen, great and beautiful, but no longer terrible. He bowed, but found no words to say. I love this little section. Sweet. It's, so it's so good so sweet. and sweet. First off, you have Galadriel talking with basically her grandson-in-law uh, yeah. who wants to marry her uh, da- granddaughter, mm-hmm. and she's like, what would you want of me? And he goes, well, it's not yours to give. And she goes, well, how about I give you this gift I gave my own daughter, El Arwen's uh, mom, and you can bear it in her memory and in honor of Arwin. Yeah. And uh yeah, that's that's the uh he takes the name LSR when he becomes king, Elfstone.
1: Hmm. Like if that's not a blessing, I don't know what is. I don't know. That's like <laughs> yeah, that's
0: definitely a blessing. Uh but I love Sam's gift. Uh yeah. and, and for you, little gardener. <laughs>
1: it's just like oh, and it's so magical. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's it's like he gets to take home a little elven garden. And especially one that's like, we don't know how much longer Lorien will be here. But you can take, like, yeah. a little bit of it. Oh. Oh.
0: It's, it's so charming. And then, of course, the whole thing with Gimli asking yes. for a, a single hair from her head. Um, Do you know the story about Feanor?
1: Freaking Fanor.
0: So, Galadriel's hair has always been incredibly beautiful, and Fanor once requested that she give him uh, a strand of her hair yeah. uh, so that he may use it in crafting, uh, and she denied him. Because and she he said, asked, fuck he, no. asked, he asked arrogantly. Because you're uh, a war criminal. He was prideful. He wasn't or- He wasn't a war criminal yet, but he was still a dick. He king. would be. He's her dick uncle. Uh, and she denied him. She denied Feanor, who's often considered one of the greatest elves of all time. And then a dwarf, of a dwarf. all people, asks her for her hair. And all the elves are he... like, oh, Yeah, and no. the elves are like, oh, because they know the story about how she denied even Feanor yeah. her hair. And she like goes okay but what would you use it for and he'd simply say to treasure it to remember our first meeting as a pledge of and a pledge of goodwill between our people yeah i would i would preserve it as a good memory rather than i would create this grand piece yeah. of art it's i Which, would preserve it
1: they say a little bit of how it like what is an elf hair for the it's the string and the bow? Yeah,
0: it's, it, they can string it That's for both. Insane. So it must be strong shit. It what must kind of shampoo are they
1: using? And give some know, to Aragorn. The conditioner,
0: the conditioner they got has got to be like super strength. She then goes above and beyond and gives him three give him golden three. hairs.
1: Buy one, get two
0: free. <laughs> and then not only that, but a blessing. I say to you, Gimli son of Glóin, that your hand shall flow with gold, and yet over you gold shall have no dominion.
1: Uh, I love it I love it so I just love I I'm such a sucker for these like inter-race like uh politics and friendships and this like that was the whole thing in Rings of Power too. that I loved the most was between Elrond and um Durin
0: and it, it it truly is like a sign of um uh what's the word
1: It feels like a very personal peace offering, kind of?
0: It is. It's... I don't want to say... It is kind of almost a bit like reparations. It is a gift. It is... They are giving... She is giving something that Gimli asked for, specifically. Mm -hmm. And not only does she give him what he asked for, she goes above and beyond what he asked for and Mm -hmm. gives him more than what he asked.
1: And he decides... does it say, yes? He decides to use it just to make a beautiful like heirloom. Yeah, and nothing like you know, no weapons or anything to be used evil.
0: Not like a fancy thing of jewelry. He'll just set it in imperishable crystal. Yeah, as a symbol, as a as symbol a pledge of goodwill. Love it. And then finally, when she goes to Frodo, and I love how like it's basically the light of Arndil. And it's, again, the Silmarillion is still happening in these books. Yeah. It's, like, the effects of what happened before. She is giving him the light of a Silmaril in a bottle.
1: A bottle.
0: In it's a Silmaril
1: in a bottle.
0: Silmaril in a bottle. <laughs> in a bottle. And... Mm. She says, may it be a light to you in dark places when all other lights go out. And it will be used to fight against creatures of Morgoth. Yeah. It will be used against the one who stole the Silmarils in the first
1: place. Throw back. Throw back.
0: It's just the symbolism and everything that you benefit from having already read the Silmarillion. <laughs> Red and in reading this, read in quotes. Read. Had me tell you about <laughs>
1: Look at me and all of my Tolkien knowledge.
0: So they lead them back to the uh, boats, and as they are basically leaving them, she seems smaller and farther away uh, as they are leaving. But she then sings a song back to them in Elvish. So in let's see if Elvish. my pronun- let's see if my pronunciation. You're gonna sing is it in Elvish. I'm not going to sing. I don't know we if I a tune, but I'm going to recite it. Oh my God, I'm
1: so excited.
0: Aelarie lantar lassi surinen. Yeni unito. Oh, fuck. Yeni uno time ve ramar aldaron. Yeni ve linte yuldar avanie. Mi oromardi mardi lise miru... oh, that's what we're going. Lise miruvoriva. Miruvoriva. Miru Andunie pela, vardo telomar. Nu lu, lu, luini myasan, ti, tintilar i ileni. O mario ar airetari aire lirinen. Si man iulma nin in quantua, in An si varda olioso. Ve fannar mariat el, elentari or ortanie. Ar ilie tir uh, tie uh, undulavie lumbulie. Ar sin it's in Don <laughs> Toriello. What's <was> about
1: to <laughs> say. That's, that's, that's my handle.
0: Kaita mornie. I fal malinar imbie met arhithie. Untupa kalakirio miri oealie si vanwa na romelo vanwa valemar. Namarie nai hiru valie valmar. Naelie Hiruva Namarie.
1: Ooh, buddy, good job.
0: Ah, like gold le- fall the leaves in the wind, long years numberless as the wings of trees. The trees have passed like swift draughts of sweet mead in lofty halls beyond the west, beneath the blue vaults of Varda, wherein the stars tremble in the song of her voice, holy and queenly. Who now shall refill the cup for me? For now the kindler, Varda, the queen of the stars from Mount Everwhite has uplifted her hands like clouds, and all paths are drowned deep in shadow. And out of grey country darkness lies on the foaming waves between us, and mist covers the jewels of Caliciria forever. Now lost, lost to those from the east is Valimar. Farewell, maybe thou shalt find Valimar, maybe even thou shalt find it farewell.
1: Mm. What is and that's even What is even sadder than Valimar?
0: Valimar is Valinor basically. Huh. Well, Valimar is the uh grand city of Valinor. It's where the uh the Valar meet together. okay. I believe Yeah, it's like the capital of Valinor. It's where um uh when Feanor ha- is forced to go to this festival to celebrate and then his dad stays behind and is then killed by Morgoth the festival is in Valimar.
1: okay yeah uh,
0: and as they are going away Gimli openly weeps I have looked upon the I've looked the last upon that which is fairest henceforth I shall call nothing fair unless it be her gift. Tell me, Legolas, why did I come on this quest? Little did I know where the chief peril lay. Truly Elrond spoke, saying that we could not foresee what we might meet upon our road. Torment in the dark was the danger that I feared, and it did not hold me back. But I would not have come had I known the danger of light and joy. Now I have taken my worst wound in this parting. Even if I were to go this night straight to the Dark Lord, alas for Gimli, son of Glóin. Nay, said Legolas, alas for us all, and for all that walk the world in these after days, for such is the way of it, to find and lose, as it seems to those whose boat is on the running stream. But I count you blessed, Gimli son of Glóin, for your loss you suffer of your own free will, and you might have chosen otherwise. But you have not forsaken your companions, and the least reward you shall have is that the memory of Lothlorien shall remain ever clear and unstained in your heart, and shall neither fade nor grow stale.
1: Man.
0: But then Gimli shoots back. Memory is not what the heart desires. That is only a mirror, be it clear as Keled Also
1: this line, elves may see things otherwise. Indeed, I have heard that for them, memory is more like to the waking world than to a dream.
0: Oh, yeah, elven memory is different from how we built different. Memory. Built different.
1: Because they just be living forever and remembering everything. No wonder it's they have PTSD. Best.
0: Yeah, they're constant. Oh, God, can you imagine the ones who had been captured by Morgoth and tortured?
1: Yeah, time doesn't heal. They just remember it clear as day. And with that, the company went on their long way through the water. They floated on.
0: They, they floated on.
1: All right, already we all float on. That song's playing as you've seen Fades to Black.
0: Yeah, and Frodo basically falls asleep in to the soft sound of the river.
1: And Modest Mouse.
0: And Modest Mouse.
1: <laughs> and that's the chapter. That's the chapter. I don't know if it's because we were specifically unhinged this recording or what, but I enjoyed that.
0: It was very good,
1: and we have what two chapters left? Three two chapters. Great River. Just,
0: just two. It's the Great River, and then the breaking of the fellowship.
1: Shit, we almost spent a whole year reading this book.
0: We almost did, yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, maybe we'll watch the movie. We, we watched, or we started September something. The 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 date okay, yeah. in the book.
0: So yeah, um. Yeah, cause we'll finish basically at the beginning of August.
1: Wow, impeccable timing, go us! It's like we planned it. Yeah, we didn't plan it. This was purely coincidence. This is all <laughs> we we,
0: have, we barely plan anything. Uh, we're just lucky. So lucky. Gosh, but now I'm excited to. Oh I'm I know we're not even done yet, but I'm like, oh, we got to watch Fellowship of the Ring now. Yeah. We got.
1: Shoot, I'm excited to read more of this book. The next book.
0: Yes, Two Towers. Twin Towers? Things hit the fan even more. The Twin Towers. Uh, (laughs) 9-11. Sorry.
1: End with that.
0: (laughs) And with that. And and with 9-11, we say goodbye. (laughs) Happy 4th of July, everybody. Special thanks, as always, to...
1: Evelyn... I like, <laughs> for I really, like drawing add to that. our cover art. Hey, Evelyn, my
0: mind, my mind went blank for like three seconds. Mm-hmm. uh But special thanks to Evelyn for drawing our cover art. Special thanks, as always, to Jack Hook for drawing our Jack. intro and outro music. And special thanks to all our patrons over on Patreon. Ooh, patrons. And if you haven't joined Patreon, give it a try. This month should be fun. Because our bonus spot is us finally finishing our Magic the Gathering No, the art is so review. good.
1: So good. And
0: then uh, our movie, did. are, are we just saying uh, Muppet Treasure Island? For, oh, that sounds uh, great. Our summer, our summer July movie. That
1: sounds like a good time. Is it All a right. musical? Do they sing in it?
0: Good time? Oh, yeah, no, there's songs. Oh, yeah.
1: Excellent. I'm so in.
0: The only one I remember, though, is Professional Pirate. So...
1: You would. This is very on brand I for would. you. It's very
0: good. <laughs> so, uh, as always, thank you for listening, Thanks, and see you next time. Da da da.